All right, all right, all right. Welcome to podcast number 36. It is Tuesday, November 7th, the year of your Lord, 2017. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you are a fan of the podcast, please remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you fucking listen to. And um, if you kind of like it, tell a friend about it. I don't know. If you really like it, check out our Patreon page. Drop us a dollar, 50 cents, whatever. Today I'm drinking uh, Lacroix on the right and Omission IPA on the left. And I had a Maker's Mark earlier. Um, I haven't been drinking as much. Well, actually, I've been drinking. I drank like four days ago. But uh, I started working out again. Because I felt like I was turning into a fucking marra, man. I was just like, I was just like, man, I was just waking up hella fucking slow, dragging ass. Me and the cats, like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to go to work. Just every day, man. Me and the cats were fucking flojos as fuck. We didn't want to do shit, man. We didn't want to get up and do our our chores. We didn't want to clean the litter box, you know. We just want to fucking snuggle in. You know, it's getting cold now. So everybody just wants to chill in bed. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But sometimes you got to pay the bills. You know, you got to buy the kibble. You got to bring home the bacon. You got to make the cheddar. You got to fucking make some bricks. You got to fucking make it rain on that ass. If you know what I'm saying. You got to do what you got to do. You know, to feed yourself and your people. Um... Which brings us to our first topic, a very, very, very controversial topic about tick, T-H-I-C-C, tick, uh, Dallas, Texas, W-F-A-A, I believe was the network. There's a newscaster in Dallas that, um, she's actually very beautiful, this woman, I don't know her name, hold on, let me look it up, I have, I have it here tabbed out. Traffic reporter. I thought she was a weather reporter. This girl is a traffic reporter. She's taking it to another level. Who even needs a traffic report now? Just fucking turn on your phone. Turn on Waze. And that shit tells you right there. But that's why this chick... Like, that's why the newscasts need this chick. Because there's no other reason to watch. But anyway. Alright, this girl's name is... Demetria Oblor. And she's like Nigerian-American or something. Um... Somebody tweeted and basically said, um, all right, okay, let me get this burp out. All right, they said, has, okay, this chick's, this bitch's name is Jan Shed. Wednesday, 7.59 a.m. Jan Shed was probably at home watching The Housewives or, you know, reading Good Housekeeping or um, probably like, you know, sitting around with her husband, uh, talking about Breitbart and how great, you know, fucking um, Steve Bannon is while having sex or something. And then she turned on the news and saw this beautiful African-American woman, Demetra Obelor. And this is what she said in her tweet that morning. Has anybody seen Channel 8's new morning traffic reporter? Her name is Demetria Obelor. And she's a size 16 slash 18 woman in a size 6 dress. And she looks ridiculous. I understand 
that when I watch Channel 8, I'm going to get biased reporting and political correctness. But clearly they have taken complete leave of their senses. I am not going to watch Channel 8 anymore. This bitch. And she put a photo of her. And this girl, she is not a size 16, 8. Maybe her butt is, but her waist is a size 6. And uh, she looks pretty good. There's nothing wrong going on with what's being packaged in that dress and that traffic reporter. Um, she is tick. Uh, if you don't know what tick is, let me just uh, define that for you. Um, tick, T-H-I-C-C, is a slang term. I'm going to read it like this bitch Jan. Jan Shed reading the definition of tick. Tick, part of a series on internet slang. Tick is a slang term used to describe the voluptuous hourglass-like curvature of a woman's hips. Online, the term has seen widespread usage as a descriptor for images of bootylicious women in the same vein of the slang expression, quote, that ass, and a popular subject of parody images featuring fictional characters from various media franchises. All right, basically... It means somebody who's thick, who got a fucking nice booty. A big, fat booty. Oh, and over here it says, uh, pronounced tick, referring to a usually black female whose curve resembles one of an hourglass, plus even more booty than a regular H-O-E. I'm not going to say that word. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get all Weinstein on you here. Most often found with a pair of tick as ties that would be thighs oh shit this cat's going crazy anyway so this fucking bitch jan whatever got all crazy on her i can't believe that's on tv my husband doesn't need to watch that shit he just needs to know how to get to work faster Mmm, gross dumb bitch that's why your ass anyway i don't know where i'm going with that um, so anybody everywhere, everywhere on the internet, the internet, Chance the Rapper retweeted this dumb lady's tweet and people just fucking like got all over this woman and like slammed her and told her that STFU, STFU, if that's, if you're uncomfortable in that, with that, then maybe you should just change the channel and watch the 700 channel or the 700 show or whatever Jerry Falwell or whatever the fuck you want to watch. That's the thing. I hate it when people complain about shows. It's like, that is blah, 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 blah. Like, change the channel. Nobody's making you watch that shit. There's like 1,000 channels on TV now. You can't complain about TV. Just change the channel. Shut the fuck up. If you don't like it, watch something else. If you don't like this podcast, which many people clearly fucking don't because nobody's watching it, listen to another one. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Speaking of fat asses in in a negative way, let's talk about myself. Uh, the last two months, I have not worked out at all, man. I've just been like, just been a, a grown man drinking every night. I'll be like, I'm, it's time to go to sleep. I need a nightcap. I have a whiskey. Turn down the lights. Be like, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna be a mature man. I'm gonna read like a you know a serious book tonight and have a little nightcap. That never fucking works. I read like 
half a page and I'm just like drifting off. And then I started looking at Instagram. I started like chuckling to cat memes and shit and like looking at cars and tick newscasters on my Instagram feed. And the next thing you know it, I'm asleep. Nobody read anything. I don't know. That's not very classy, but I guess that is a nightcap. You know, it used to be like in the Mad Men days, back when America was great. Back when America was fucking awesome, man. Back when people still valued a gentleman's agreement. You know what I'm saying? Used to be able to just sit in your mid-century modern armchair. Pour yourself a nice... Uh, I don't know what the fuck they drank back then. Some sort of whiskey, which is fine. I drink that now. And, uh, you know, beat your wife and go to sleep. Now we just get on Instagram and scroll until the fucking phone falls in your face. Oh, shit. Fucking hate when that happens. Does that ever happen to you guys? You're like lying in bed looking at your phone and you doze off. And it fucking hits you in the face. Chinga su madre. Chinga. Fucking. That'll wake you up. That'll get you looking at more photos. Because then you're all fucking awake. And you're fucking pissed off. And you just start looking at more shit on the phone. What a fucking waste of time. We're all fucking programmed people. We're just sitting there looking at Instagram feeds. Fucking waste of time. Anyway. Damn. I totally veered off course. I've been drinking a lot. Clearly. That's probably what you guys think I do all the time because that's what I do on this podcast. But basically, if I don't drink, I'm, this is going to be a really boring podcast. I just discovered that today. I started it sober. I was like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to drink today. Man, that shit was boring. So I started over. I just started fucking drinking. I drank a Maker's. And now I'm on this omission. It's all good, though. I do it for the art. I do it for all 62 people who listen to this podcast. You're fucking welcome, um, but yeah, I just stopped, I kind of was laying off a little bit because I was just, man, I just was dragging ass. I wasn't feeling very good and I hadn't been working out. So I was like, I'm going to taper off a little bit. I threw on Instagram like a dumb little bitch that I was going to start working out every day until Thanksgiving. So I'm five days in, five days in a row working out in my little home gym. I got kettlebells and dumbbells. Yeah, basically I just do kettlebells and dumbbells and, uh, like free, uh, free body exercises like uh, what are they called burpees and like froggers and shit like that um and i'm feeling pretty good man it's only five days in but it's really amazing what the human body's capable of, capable of capable of getting drunk uh so i've been doing that i'm feeling pretty good let's see if i can keep it up if you feel like following me on instagram my instagram is lzumpango e-l-z-u-m-p-a-n-g-o it's really boring. It's pretty much just me, my cats, and kettlebells sometimes, and my bike rides. I can't like put any sort of work stuff on there because the stuff I work on, we're not supposed to put that on there. So, unless it's this mother stuff, which right now we're not doing a whole lot of. Uh, but anyway, um, moving on from that. Uh, if you want to, yeah, not moving on apparently because I still want to talk about it. Hey, let's get this workout, guys. Um, Go on to the Instagram, follow me if you want to work out, and uh, I'll fucking give you a like or some shit like that. Um, but last week I mentioned this thing that a network reached out to us. They're interested in, I don't know, doing something, so we got to call with them tomorrow. It's probably a bunch of fucking bullshit. 
Um, or if they find out who we really are, they'll probably be change their minds or some shit like that. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Wish us some luck. And then uh, I started working on some pitches for some other concepts. I'm pretty psyched about that. And uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but I don't think anything big is going to happen until next year. Um, it probably will never happen. I'll just be right here doing this podcast with you guys. Um, but the big news is tonight was, or today was election day, November 7th, Tuesday, November 7th. A year ago exactly, Donald Trump was elected. I got fucking hella hammered. And quite frankly, Larissa and I were kind of depressed clinically for like two weeks. I think the whole country was, quite frankly. Um, like, what the fuck just happened? We just elected a complete fucking moron and racist and a misogynist, a pussy grabber. How could all these, how could any woman vote for him? This is really fucking bizarre. Um, that's how we felt. I, I, I know what happened. I know why he won. I'm going to tell you right now. I have the secret. Typically when I vote, um, I just go like to the library or I don't know where the fuck I go. But it's usually like a library or a school, and I just like hand in the vote and whatever do you think, or or I think I've mailed it in before too. This is what happened, people. Last year, one year ago, to the day, Larissa and I were like, we gotta drop our our whatever ballots off, and we drove to what was a, a polling place on our way to our office, and um, it was a church. A fucking church. We voted at a church, people. This is the reason why Donald Trump won. We jinxed the whole thing by voting at a motherfucking church. Never again. I I kid you not. I will never vote at a fucking church again. This is some straight bullshit. I got nothing against churches. Chicken. But a regular church, I, I have issues with. So I'm never going to vote there again. Unless it's a church's chicken, in which case I will gladly vote there, but I probably will not eat the chicken because it is heavily breaded and I'm gluten-free. Uh, but good news today, Tuesday, November 7th, the year of your Lord 2017, election day, motherfucking hell yes. Well, as I like to say, last year was just a sign a simple expression of a certain uh, subset of our population that is losing power. The dryer's done. Aw, oh, yeah. We're going to have fresh towels tomorrow morning, bitches. Going to be drying ourselves off with them. Mmm, smells so good. It smells like detergent. doesn't smell like mildew anymore. Mmm, so soft, so fluffy. Tomorrow morning, brought to you by JB, dried with a bounced dryer sheet. I wish they'd give us some money. Anyway, uh, man, today, you're seeing the result. You're seeing the reason why Trump won last year. Basically, all the people who went out and voted last year because Trump was race baiting and saying all this crazy shit are all the people who, from a population statistical standpoint, are dying off. These people are metaphorically represented in my head. My own, I don't even know if the metaphor is the right thing or not, but 
it's like a fish dying out of water. They're flapping. Or like a shark. Better ask a shark. Because that motherfucker will bite you. It'll fucking slap you. It'll do anything possible to stay alive. I don't even know if that's a good metaphor. It's probably a shitty metaphor. Anyway. Because the country is changing. There are more people of color. There are people who are diverse uh, with their sexual preferences. They're not even preferences. With their sexual orientation. Because who would want to be gay? Who in their right mind would really, really want to be gay? If you're a man, and... I mean, who would want that? I'm just kidding. But it is not a preference. So, anyway, people who voted for Trump last year just can't accept the fucking reality of the world that it is changing and that people are becoming okay with that. But to, And so last year they voted that way. They said, no, this can't happen. Hell fucking no, man. Hell no. Women are like, I'm okay with a pussy grabber, but gays? Uh-uh. Gross. Muslims? Uh-uh. Hell no. I ain't gonna have them camel jockeys doing this and that, motherfuckers. So anyway, that's why Trump won, in my opinion. Because it's the last gasp of a dying part of our population. This year, the rest of the population that's changing, the fucking liberals, finally went out and voted, because we didn't vote last year, apparently. Because we were being divided by the Russians, and Bernie, and Donna Brazil. And Bill Clinton, Pizzagate, and whatnot. Anyway, there's a whole other conversation we can get into there. Um, Democrats fucking cleaned up today. Let me read you a list that I have compiled, thanks to Sean King. Okay, today, in the elections across the country, let me read you uh, the big ones. Um... Man, I fucking lost. Okay, Virginia and New Jersey, two very large states, voted for Democratic governors, upsetting Republican candidates. In St. Paul, Minnesota, 38-year-old Melvin Carter became the first black mayor. In Virginia, Justin Fairfax, a 38-year-old African-American, became its first no, I don't know if it's the first, but he became the lieutenant governor of Virginia. Uh, Virginia Lyles became the first black woman mayor of Charlotte. Charlotte? Charlotte? How do you say that? Charlotte? I don't think it's Charlotte. I think it's Charlotte. I don't know, man. I've never been out there. I ain't never been no Charlotte. I know, isn't Charlotte Charlotte the girl from Sex in the City? Anyway, why do I know that? Virginia Laws became the first black woman mayor of Charlotte, North Carolina. Ravi Bala became the first Sikh mayor of New Jersey. That is not a Muslim. Those people are of a different faith. Okay? Okay. And in the craziest fucking twist of them all, let's call it a nut twist, if you will, in, oh man, I fucking lost this note. Where is this? New Jersey or some shit? Uh, what the fuck, man? What a dick. I fucking messed this up. There it is. Oh, oh, damn it. I almost lost it. I almost had it right there. Damn, internet. Fucking with me. 
Here we go. Danica Rome defeated 13-term incumbent. 13 terms. I didn't even know people could live that long. How long are their terms? Like two years? For a seat in the Virginia House of Delegates. She is the first openly transgender person in the state. And she's a, whatever, a victory for advocates nationwide. The crazy thing is that the guy that she beat is um, this dude who was like, you know, really pushing against uh, trans people using bathrooms. And I don't know where they're supposed to go to the bathroom if they can't use the men's room or the women's room. Um, but anyway, this chick won. And that's pretty fucking crazy. Um, the dude she beat is named, where the fuck is his name? Bob. 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 Tippity tap. Where the fuck is this? Oh, that's loud. Bob. Bob Marshall. The symbolism of Miss Rome's victory was amplified by the fact that the man she defeated, Bob Marshall, a Republican running for his 14th term, is an outspoken opponent of transgender rights. He introduced a bill this year that would have barred transgender students from using the bathrooms of their choice and required school officials to inform the parents of any student who asked, quote, to be recognized or treated as the opposite sex. And during the campaign, he repeatedly used male pronouns to refer to Miss Rome. Roam. I don't know what her fucking name is. In a Facebook post after the, face was, after the race was called, Mr. Marshall thanked his supporters and wrote, quote, Though we all wish tonight would have turned out differently, I am grateful for your support and effort over the years. He didn't he didn't mention Miss Rome because he straight got his ass beat. Dumb motherfucker. Anyway, this is fucking crazy. That's fucking dope. I really I don't I don't give a shit what people do with their penises and hoo-haws or whatever you people call them. But uh I do care if you start telling them what they can and can't do as long as they're not hurting anybody. Anyway, so, you know, Bob gets to go home and retire and hang out with his grandchildren. Probably, you know, a couple of them are gay, but they're closeted. Um, but anyway, pretty crazy, man. Good election day. You know, you always swing back and forth on uh, elections like this, so I'm not surprised... Um, it's just cool to see, hopefully it stays like this, and we'll see what happens with the Democratic Party, because this was definitely a crazy week with, uh, at the end of last week anyway, Donna Brazile, who was interim Democratic National Committee chairperson, who replaced, um, some crazy chick, I forget her name, came out with a book and she basically said that Hillary had fixed or rigged the elections um, the money was like okay basically this is what happened yeah I, I guess you know people are flipping out about this um, Donna Brazil uh, you know revelation um, about Hillary rigging the party I guess I'm just a pragmatist I guess I just 
know enough about politics that, you know, nothing illegal happened. This is typical party bullshit, and I'm not surprised by any of it. It's not like I'm fucking, you know, yay, pro-Hillary. I just like, this shit happens. This is cutthroat. It's all about the fucking money. Who wins? And... I'm not, yeah, I'm just not a fucking hyper-idealist about politics because politics and policy affects, you know, economics in many ways. So it's always going to be tied together. And I think if you're a mature adult and you really look at the issues and you um, you get in that voting booth, you're like, I have a decision to make here, A or B. And as much as I wanted to get behind Bernie... Um, I think at some point I realized, hey, like, Hillary has the muscle to get through this election. She's got, you know, the ability, fundraising ability, she's going to be able to do this, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Bernie, I'm just not sure, man. I'm not sure. Um, Just really kind of pragmatic in that way. I understand these these things being elections or businesses or whatever, they take a lot of money. And quite often, that's what it takes. And so, yeah, and and a lot of people are like, well, you know, like, um, Hillary's, you know, there were just a lot of issues. (laughs) She's about the money, Benghazi, she took all that Wall Street money, blah, 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 blah. Um, And, you know, questioned her motives. I think at some point, uh, honestly, I watched this video, man, I I got totally fucking... You know, derailed, or I got, uh, what's the word? I got marketed by a Hillary video that, and an interview um, with her when she was a student. I think she was at Wellesley. And just reading about, like, what she did right out of college, and she worked for, like, a nonprofit and all this stuff. And, like, you know, she, I think her guiding principles have always been in the right place. Um, except for that abortion thing, god damn it, hell no, um, anyway, um, but no, I think, like, she's always had her heart in the right place, and I think she has cared about people, and I don't really have a fucking problem, like, with her getting paid money to talk to Wall Street people, like, I really don't give a shit about that, because if somebody was like, Jesus, Jesus, ha <laughs> ha Man, that's a funny name, can you come talk to our Wall Street board meeting, we're gonna give you $200,000 back, fuck, Yes, I'll talk to you. Would you like me to dance around this sombrero for $200,000? I will do that shit. I will fucking bring a piñata. My mom will make some enchiladas, and we will have a beautiful Latino gathering for you. No, I'm just kidding. That's fucked up. Anyway, I didn't have a problem with that. People got to make money. Look, she's been a public servant. I don't know what her net worth is now, but people got to make money. Anyway... I wasn't that flipped out about the whole fucking Donna Brazil thing. It is what it is. And all that information was actually public. Uh, Donna's acting like, oh my God, I looked at the books and I was like, oh my God, how could you allow this? A lot of that shit was actually public. Um, Whatever. Whatever. We still wouldn't have a fucking idiot in the White House if we had elected Hillary. An idiot who is on the verge of sending us to nuclear war. Um, but anyway, this was a good election. Uh, we'll see how the rest of the news pans out, uh, for tomorrow, uh, by tomorrow. 
And hopefully there's some more wins along with the ones that I mentioned because it's pretty crazy. Um, in other news, Meek Mill, rapper Meek Mill, was sentenced to two to four years in jail. And there's public outcry about this as well. Why, you may ask? Um, it's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's just fucked up. Um, let me find this clip, this little uh, part of the interview, because, um, okay. In a phone interview Tuesday, a lawyer for Meek Mill, Joe Tacopina, said that Judge Brinkley had behaved inappropriately over the course of the case, saying, for example, that the judge had requested that the rapper include her name in a song and had given him unsolicited advice on who should manage him. <laughs> this bitch is like, put me in a rap song. Oh my gosh. What a fucking idiot. I don't even, uh, apparently Mick Mill, I guess he had some uh, drug and weapons charges and he was on parole and he violated parole and uh, he's going back to prison for two years. Um, supposedly he violated parole by doing some kind of stupid shit. He um, was doing some reckless driving while filming a music video. What, what, did they not get a permit or what? That's weird. Um, he got into a fight at St. Louis Airport. Um, why are you getting into fights at airport? I mean, I honestly, I've wanted to fight at airports before, man. It is a airports are some of the most stressful places in the world. Everybody's like, oh, I gotta get there. The crazy thing is, like, everybody's super stressed out, but you have zero fucking control of the situation. Maybe that's why everybody's stressed out. I just figured it out. It's like a Da Vinci code right here. I just figured it out. But man, like especially, oh boy, don't get me started on airports in China. You go in an airport, Chinese people don't have any sense of personal space. You'd be like sitting in line and there's somebody like, like right on you like, that's my hand against the microphone. They're right on you. They're like breathing on you. You can feel them. And then, then some motherfucker will start like, picking his nose and then like I, I man I'm gonna I'm not trying to sound like racist or something but this is just shit, shit I've seen in China before one time I was in China I was at Shenzhen airport man this is a long time ago We're standing in line waiting uh, to check a bag or something or to just check in and I saw a girl popping her boyfriend's zits in line that was not a good look, man. That was not a good look at all. I was like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. I need to get on an airplane and get out of here. Which is ironic because that's what put me in that situation. I can't believe it. It's like an Alanis Morissette song. Um, but yeah, airports are stressful. I don't even know where the fuck am I going with this. Man, I am sleep deprived. Um... How the hell did I start talking about airports? Oh my gosh. Um, did you guys know that last week was Latina Equal Pay Day? I I didn't know this was a, a thing until I saw like it on social media. Let me check it out. I'm gonna give you guys the back. I'm gonna give you the DL um Lat E 
Latina equal page. They have a whole website for this. Latina. Latina equal pay. Latinas are the most are among the most adversely affected by the gender pay gap. They are paid just 54 cents for every dollar earned by white non-Hispanic men. White non-Hispanic. Okay. Um all right. I stand for Latina equal pay. Soy Latina. Man, I can't even talk. Soy Latina y lucho por la igualdad. All right. Y'all got to put this in Spanglish for some morons like me because I can't even say these words. Soy Latina y lucho por la igualdad salarial. Salarial. Man, that's a new word for me. I know, I know what it means. I'm getting it. But all right. Well, this is fucked. I didn't know that it was 54 cents. That's pretty pretty whack. Close the Latina pay gap. Learn more. Get involved. Um, wow, there's a lot of logos here for people who are now with this cause. I'm not even going to start on this thing. Voto Latina. UFW Foundation. CAP. Women's March. Women's Fund. Hey, the Women's Fund looks like the Dos Equis logo. That's pretty dope. United Farm Workers, si se puede. Cap, ACLU. Why didn't they ask us, man? You could put the Desmadre logo on there, man. You just had to ask, you know? It's all good. Like, you gotta leave us out of this. It's fucked up, eh? It ain't right. God damn. I wanna be on this thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this other than that it's fucked up. I wonder what the Latino pay gap is for men. Let's make it about myself. Uh, racial gender wage gaps persist in U.S. despite some progress. As we wait for this page to load, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Men. White men had higher hourly earnings than all except Asian men. Damn, Asian men just fucking turned up. Turned up on that shit. Here we go. Whoa. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, men make $14. Latino men make $14. And white men make $21. And Asian men make $24. Um, as far as women are concerned, 12 Let me do some math here, doggies. Man, I'm I'm good on the math. But I still need a calculator. Okay. We'll break it down right now. Uh, women make $12. Latina women make $12. And, and white women make $17. That's 71%. Latina women make $12. And white men make $21. That's 57%. Okay, that's pretty fucked up. Latino men make $14. And white men make 21 That's 66%, people. I don't even need a calculator for that one, eh? Eh, 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 forget about it. Uh, but Asian man, Asian man just blowing people. <laughs> Asian people make fucking bank. Asian people are like $24. 
versus $21, or 18 versus 17 Damn. What's up with these Asian people making that money, making that cheddar? Man, I know a lot of Asian people who don't make this kind of money. What kind of people are they talking about? Oh, here we go. Controlling for education, white men still out-earned most groups. Okay. Now, we're talking about bachelor degrees or more now. Uh, okay, so for for men, Latino men versus white men with not controlling for education, it was 66%. If we look at bachelor's degrees or more, it's $26 versus $32, 81%. Okay. All right. That's pretty good. It moved up about 14%. And for women, it goes from 22 over 32, 10% better. So 57 per versus 69%. So if this tells us anything is that you should probably get a college degree to start with, but it's still fucked up that across the board, the working class is still jacked. But these Asians are still turning up. Man, how are they making this money? Where do I... Sign up for the Asian jobs. Um, now, we talked about this last week about um, making money and how it's um, there's a mystery to it. I don't, I don't really think there's a mystery to it. And the first thing is education, like that I was talking about last week. One of the things I think I didn't mention is that, obviously, I was not accounting for the fact that a lot of people don't have access to education. And it's difficult to even get into the situations that I was discussing. So let me just clarify on that, that I know that. That's for fucking given. I'm just saying if you know these things um, and the internet exists so you can look this stuff up, if you speak English and you're documented, you can do this. You can work, study, and do this stuff. So, but I understand that even that is very challenging. Um, you need good parents. I think that's the big thing. I don't know, man. I would sound like an old man. You need good parents. You know, like, we grew up poor in my family. We didn't, you know, my mom has a sixth grade education. And my dad has, like, a second grade education or something. Um, but they were always working hard, and they always made sure fucking got our asses in the house and didn't do any stupid shit on the street. And when we needed to do something for school, they were always there and always supportive, and they really backed us up. So I think that's where it started, and it gives the hard work ethic and whatnot. They weren't sitting at home, drinking, recording fucking stupid-ass podcasts, getting turned up, listening to Meek Mill, watching Demetria Oblin on fucking The Traffic Reporter, fucking looking at tit girls. Shit, they were out working, man. If they weren't working, they were sleeping. If they weren't sleeping, they were probably, you know... Fucking yelling at us to clean the house. Um, but anyway, I understand that access is key. That's why I'm bringing you the straight facts right here, people. Come on, man. Um, so yeah, Latina equal payday. Those are the statistics, people. 56% or uh, I don't know what. This thing says like 57%. Um, but the website for Latina equal pay says 54%, I believe. Um... I just gotta see. You gotta you gotta get educated, man. You gotta know what what you're capable of and what you're worth. And so I'm all for Latina equal pay day. 
because it starts a discussion. We're talking about it right here. If you know somebody who's starting their career, you got to talk about this. You got to talk about the uh, the ways to negotiate a salary. Um, I know this is a big thing in tech because I know people who work in it very directly with diversity. I can't talk about the details, but I will say this. I've told Tammy this, that there are good people who are women, who are Latinas, who are working in this space and who are trying to make sure that this shit gets corrected. And I know, I know without can't say anything that people are working on it at the top tech companies in the world and that people care about this and people like tim cook not the fucking you know rub that guy's nutsack but that dude really does care about this shit and tim cook is the ceo of apple um but they are actively very much doing things about this head of hr was an african-american woman she's now head of inclusion and diversity um, so they are actively doing stuff in this space, and I think uh, there's a good march forward there. But on the on a one to one level, you got to talk to people about this, and Latina Equal Pay Day is a good way to do that. So check it out. I think it's Latina Equal Pay. Dot org. Ooh, I just clicked on Demetria Oberlin again. My bad. Um, I hope she's getting paid okay. She should be. Um, did you guys know that the there is a Latina version of this. Um, she's a Mexican girl named Janet. Janet Garcia. I think that's her name. Janet Garcia. Apparently, they they ran out of fucking J's in Mexico or some shit. Because um, they straight gave her a Y. Janet Garcia is a 26-year-old Mexican from Monterrey. And she is the Mexican weather girl. If you're not into African-American thick girls, then you can look up Yanet Garcia because she's like the Mexican version of that. She basically, well, Yanet does the weather and Demetria does the traffic. So, you know, maybe they could join together like Voltron and topple Fox News or something. I don't know. Just an idea, a business idea that I came up with right now. Um, In other entertainment news, I heard there's a show called... (laughs) I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to have to TiVo this shit. TiVo. Who the fuck uses the TiVo anymore? I'm going to have to DVR this shit. There's a show on Animal Planet that premiered this week called... Wait for it. Da-da-da. Animal Cribs. Yo. <laughs> There's episode one. Tricked out cat castle. <laughs> oh my god. I can't wait to see this fucking show. This looks amazing. Yes, there's a show called Animal Cribs. It is going to be tight. Let's see. Let's watch like the first second. I can't even watch this shit because. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Tricked out cat castle. If you're wondering where the cat tree is that is normally in here. This is very bizarre, but it's actually on the floor. Not standing up. And there's a reason for that. Um... Oh shit, that's loud. Oh shit, that's loud. I'm gonna pause that. Um, they knocked down a thing with a bunch of water, and um, it got the cat tree like it soaked. The cat tree acted like a sponge. What the fuck is going on here? Oh my god. So I'm letting the cat tree dry. That's what's going on. Okay, so Animal Cribs is out. Check that out on Animal Planet. Another uh, entertainment 
social justice uh, news. Kevin Spacey is a big fucking predator who uh, basically sexually assaulted a lot of young men. God damn, I don't even know what to think about that shit. Kevin Spacey's a fucking badass actor. What a fucking creep, though. Uh, Brett Ratner was outed. Jeremy Piven was outed. Um, Hollywood Gate continues to happen. Um, I don't, you know, there's nothing to say. It's just great that these guys are all falling down. I'm all for it. The more the merrier. Let's fucking make it a baker's dozen. Um, I did want to talk about a show that we discovered last week. We had heard of it before, but we hadn't seen it yet, but we watched the first four episodes. Um, This Is Us. The show is called This Is Us. And it's a sitcom. No, it's not even a sitcom. It's like a dramedy on NBC, but we were watching it on Hulu. Oh my God, every single fucking... Let me just tell you, this is the show now that's making me cry. Every week, I'm going to talk about something that makes me cry. This show, every fucking episode, you will be crying. Because it's like got family. It's got race issues. It's got being overweight issues. Man, basically everything that affects me personally, this show has. And uh, man, the first episode, we started crying. Larissa and I were like sitting in bed on Saturday morning watching TV. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry. Don't be a bitch. <sighs> okay, I'm going to cry. Fuck it. Fuck it. I gave it. I give up. I'm going to cry. Um, we watched like three more episodes. Really, really good show. Just check it out. This is us. Really, really good. Um, and also this week, um, I haven't seen it yet, but it's worth mentioning. Coco. Co- is it Coco? Coco. Whatever. I don't even know the fuck. It's a Dia de los Muertos. I think it's a Dia de los Muertos movie. Uh, made by Pixar. Um, I know that they had some amazing people advising and working on it. Uh, Lalo Al- Alcarez. I don't know if I can fuck up a name again. Uh, was part of it in some way. It's been doing really well. Um, I don't have a review to give you because I haven't seen it. I just don't watch a lot of animated movies. I had a big discussion with this. Not, it was actually a very small discussion. Larissa and I mentioned, uh, I mentioned it. So, hey, we should say Coco. And she's like, eh, kind of feel like, I don't, you know, it's, it's, she was like, is it animated? I'm like, yep. She's like, I don't really want to see it. And she said, um, I kind of feel like we should not watch any animated movies um, in case we have kids. Because if we have kids, we're going to have to watch all those movies like over and over and over again. And we might as well just save them so that we can actually want to watch them like for the first time with uh, with kids. You know, it'll be better if we're like, okay, let's watch this. We heard it's good. And, and the kids watch it for the first time and we watch it for the first time. And it's just a better experience. I was like, cool, I agree, but are we are we going to have kids for sure? Or can we throw some money at this box office situation for Coco? She's like, well, you know, we're either watch it when we have kids and it'll be cool, or we're going to be really old, like shriveled old people at the old folks' home who want to watch, like we'll be behaving like kids, so we'll, we can watch it then. So I was like, all right, tight, I'm down. I'm down with that plan. I'm cool with that. Um, so uh, you should go watch it. My mom went and watched it. She said it's actually really good. She watched it in Cuernavaca at the movies. And she was like, you need to go see it, blah, blah. So um, I'll go see it, Mom, whenever I have kids or whenever I'm peeing my pants as a seven-year-old. That's about it. I don't really have anything else to work about. To work about. To 
fuck am I saying? I don't have anything else to talk about. Um, if you're a fan of the podcast, please remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And if you are a really big fan, please remember to tell your friends about it or throw us a dollar on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the mother. We really appreciate the support. And um, Sammy, obviously, is still not here. Um, but uh, hopefully he can get on the next one. Or I can finally get my shit together and bring a guest on. Uh, remember to watch Animal Cribs because, I mean, you got to support the animals. And if you do have a cat or dog, please spay or neuter it. There's plenty of them out there. See you next week.